Blog Talk Radio. Another special edition of the Foyerstein's Fire American Soccer Show. This is the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup USA postgame show as the United States level in their second group stage match against the Dutch. And right now tied with the Netherlands with four points, still top of the group on a plus two on the differential. Joining me as always, Carter Krishnire from World Soccer Talk, as well as beyond90.substack.com. Kardik, you know, I, I just, it just got to be truthful about this type of match because the Dutch actually had their way with our women. The Dutch looked like the better side, the stronger side. If it wasn't for a moment of anger, and I'll, I'll basically say it frankly, being pissed off at getting smacked in the mouth by her teammate at Olympic Lyonnais in France, Lindsay Horan showed, this is what happens when you wake me up and I'm going to put this header and power it into the net. I don't know if we have uh, Kardik on. Kardik, are you there? going to try one more time. Let me see if I can clear this up and try again. There we go. Carter, can you hear me? Hmm. Maybe we have a connection uh, issue here. Uh, uh, Carter, maybe you should try and call back, see if we can get you on. But let me just say this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's just been really, really interesting to watch this match where I thought the U.S. got off to a strong start, and uh, they found a way to get off on the right foot. But unfortunately, they just could not get it. Um, they just could not get the victory, even though the Dutch scored first, and then they just didn't look like themselves. Let me see if I can help out. Can you hear me now, Kardik? Hmm. Uh, Carter, try and call back if you can, if, if you're able to, please. Call me back and see if we can get you on the line then. So we're going to see if we can try and get Carter Krishnar on again and try to see. And hopefully it's uh, not a, a connection issue. So we're just going to hopefully... See if we can get him on once again. Okay. So I'm going to see if I can try and get him on myself. So I don't know what happened there. And uh, ain't one. And now I'm calling him in. Now let's see if we can get him. Alrighty. And are you there, Kardik? This is unusual. 
Unfortunately, we're not having we're having some phone issues here with Carter Krishnire. Um, let's see. Uh, maybe we got him here now. Can you hear me now, Kardec? See what we can do here. I'm going to use some ingenuity here, ladies and gentlemen. See if I can try and get him on the landline here, because we would love to have him on. Let's see if we can try a landline here, and we can get him on here. Because I would really love to have him on the show and talk to us about this uh, situation. And uh, get you guys to hear his point of view. And we're going to try that again. Up oh, there we go. Let's see if we can get him on here on a regular landline. Hi, Daniel. Oh. Having some issues here, but we're definitely going to try and get him on to get his opinion. Oh, let's see if that's him right there. Are you there, Cardick? Yeah. Okay, there we go. I got you on the landline. So that so at least we got you on here for here. So um, as I was saying, I thought the Dutch, they were actually the better side, even though Haran did get smacked in the mouth and they were able to get that equalizer and improve. I think we're seeing some issues on this national team that I never thought we would see in a very, very long time. Hmm. In the first half, uh, the Dutch lost it. Uh, we were very fortunate that it was only one nil. Uh, I mean, we were just getting close to the end. I think it was and And I have to say, before we get to the goal and talk about the flare this is what I love about the women's game. If it has been a men's game, I think it's the and we might have seen Pushing and shoving. Instead, we saw the two of them really like having a moment together. Right? They got at it. Uh, very clearly motivated when he, he, he came out angry on the set piece, got the goal, perfect service, perfect ball from Rose Lavelle. Um, other incidents between the two of them, the two number 10s, right? the two the two focal figures in the midfield uh, for either side. And then after the match, they, they, they were, there was this sporting moment. And I think that there was a solidarity we see in the women's game that you, you don't often see in the men's game. So I just wanted to, to take a moment to say that. Uh... Inserting into the, into the match is critical, Daniel. And uh, we talked about this Friday night, that the U.S. without LaBelle, even against Vietnam, to me, did not look like a, a good side, a side that could win a World Cup. With Lavelle, they were completely different. But here's the thing. I, I think there is um, a lot, unfortunately, and again, I, wanted, I came into this tournament not wanting to do this because I, I think that we have had some excessively negative um, media and fans the last couple of World Cups. I didn't want to be overly critical, but I think... 
Um, Velasco, this was his first really big test since that loss in the Olympics to Canada. And, uh, you know, he believes that friendly, they're not big tests, right? This, this is the dust, this is the World Cup. And um, he got outlawed. We, quickly, uh, uh, they got the best of us. I think the, the, the change he made at halftime to get us back into the game was the growth. Uh, a player that we know is our best technical player off. That doesn't take a lot of thought. It's not that he changed um, the shape of the team. It's not that he did anything else. And then, as the doctor tired, right? Because I think you're right. Even when Lindsay got the goal, when Vernon got the goal, the Ducks were still a better team at that point in the game. But then they were tiring. You saw the opportunity to bring. Um, you could have gone Kelly O'Hara for Moss, right? Who was who was who herself was talking, right? Mm-hmm. You could have gone Sonnet or Christy Hewitt uh, um, for for Andy Sullivan in midfield, right? You could have done that. You could have maybe brought on Alyssa Thompson for Trinity Rodney, who uh, made some great runs tonight, but her touch was off and her timing was off. Uh, so basically, what you had was to just get a couple subs on. Um, and see the match out relatively sensibly, right? See the one-one draw, uh, which puts Alton Carroll. I mean, it's going to be an exciting final match today, obviously. Um, but he, he puts us in peril that if, if somehow they better the result, they, they get they, they get a couple, they score a couple more goals than we do on uh, on Wednesday, or uh, excuse me, on Tuesday. That. Um, uh, uh, we're on the same side of the draw as Germany and England uh, in, in the knockout stages, which I want to avoid. Not, it's, you know, finishing first in the group is, is important because it keeps us on the, on the other side of the draw from the other two teams. Uh, granted, England didn't look the other two teams who we think can beat us in the World Cup. Um, and actually, from what I've seen from Germany, I think they probably will beat us. So I'd like to avoid playing them as long as possible. No, I agree with you there. Um, and I do agree with you that Lavelle being subbed into the second half uh, was a game changer tactically. But, I, I mean, I have to say it, Cardick. I think emotionally they were lost. They looked lost emotionally in the second half until Haran's teammate at Olympic Leonais smacked her in the mouth and woke Haran up. And if, if it's not for that, uh, this is a 1-0 loss, period. Coordinated, right? It wasn't in sync. It would be um, Morgan would step up and press the central defender. They were playing with three, three. Um, but then you know, Smith would step up a moment too late, and then maybe uh, Sullivan would step up in the midfield, and it, and it would just it looked um, an old. Uh, uh, and a fell term, right? He's discombobulated, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> but that's how it looked. And the Dutch were pointing through the lines, beating our ball. We were getting muscled off the ball, and it just wasn't. Look of a team that one was hungry, but two that had trained together in, in how to press. It was just almost like the players were having individual ideas and individual moments. So um, I, I think 
think that that was a, a um, negative uh, uh, critique I have. And then I would also say that um, when you're talking about um, a situation where you're playing a team that you know is technically and you know that the Dutch, the Dutch if, if you give them space in midfield and if you allow them to play in midfield, they can just swing it around. The same thing could happen if we play Spain, which we might in the knockout games. And Spain, obviously, in this tournament has already looked very good. So, um, um, set up the midfield the way the midfield was set up today. So, I thought Danella was okay in the first half, right? But obviously, she, yeah, she plays the same position as you have to somewhere else to put Lavelle in. In fairness, we don't have Sam Lewis, we don't have McCarty. I think we're going to be saying this in every source game show, right? But, um, explanation for why our midfield was so open when the Ducks came out with a, 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 a midfield, a midfield trio of three. And we, and then Martin, um, who's their striker, uh, one of their two strikers, uh, but they're more kind of veteran striker with me to my out. Uh, for this tournament, went scripting into midfield. They were creating all these overloads, Daniel, and we weren't conquering. So that I blame on coaching as well. And so I, I don't remember a match other than maybe the Olympic uh, Olympic quarterfinal in 20, 2016 uh, against Sweden. Maybe. I mean, there were some mistakes in that match, but I also think we were limited squad-wise that night um, where Jill Ellis got outfought by the opposing coach this, this badly. So uh, the Ducks coach, he did a great job. Well, tactically, they were better than us. But my frustration is that these, there were these very obvious things that were actually never countered, right? The only counter was to bring Lavelle, who is a superior player. He is our best technical player. He is the best player we have on the ball in this field. She is our best ball striker, which is why he was over every piece in the second half. Uh, but that was the only answer from the coaching staff was to throw her on. And this is like, um, you know, you, you've heard this about basketball coaches, right? They're basketball coaches who, who just have better teams, and that's why they win. And they're, their only solution is to just, like, throw, uh, throw, throw, throw players on. Or, or uh, teams in, 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 in club football where their only solution is to throw, like, their best attackers on. And then because they have better players, they keep winning. So we might win this World Cup because we have – Superior players, although you know the gap is not that wide between us and teams like Netherlands and teams like England and Germany and, and, and Japan. So um, you can't make, you, you can't you can't bother with in a game like this if you're a manager. And, 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 uh, and I love Blasco. I think he's got the right temperament for this. We appreciate about him. His man management, man and woman management, is really good, right? Yep. Um, individual player management, but tactically he just really showed. Uh, uh, he just showed depth tonight. I mean, there's no, no, uh, there's no softer way to put it. No, there really isn't. Um, I, I'm going to probably be a little controversial here, Cardick. If you want to agree or disagree, it's up to you. Do you think this is Alex Morgan's last FIFA Women's World Cup tournament? I just, I, I mean, look, she's not just there for defense, which she did a good job of. She's been, you know, a contributor on the attacking run. I, I just don't think she can score anymore at this level. And when she does score, she's offside. I, I think Alex Morgan, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but the truth is I, I don't know if she has another FIFA Women's World Cup in her. 
so isolated. The gap, the only time in the first half we, we, we actually got her involved in the game that wasn't on a set piece was when they're really great, great, great piece of uh, great uh, thought. My quick, quick throw out trying to simulate a counter, trying to exploit the space that he was getting into, that Morgan was getting into. But Morgan was getting into space in the first half, but there was such a gap between her and the midfield, actually, between her and Brogdon and Smith. But at the same time, I don't, I don't want to say blame her for tonight, because I just think that the tactical setup was so dysfunctional. Yeah. Uh, the substitution. In the attacking end, I mean, there was, uh, like I said, Alyssa Thompson and, and Lynn Williams sitting on the bench at the end of the match. I think maybe you could have brought Kelly O'Hara uh, for Emily Fox, got her forward. That would have gotten Morgan some service late in the second half. Um, she was star, she was star not only for service today, she was star for, like, connectivity. She was nowhere near... Um, uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree with your critique of her. I think that she, she's uh, she, she was deeper and deeper. You could tell. I mean, I even said it to myself. I was talking to myself. I was so frustrated during parts of the chat that, oh, my God, Alex is dropping really deep to try and link up to get service, to try and it, it, to bring her teammates in, in, into the attacking play in the run of play. You know, well, some pieces are older than that world. Danger of this game came from the corner. I agree with you, but also think she can still be of value in a different tactical setup. This also goes back to what we talked about Friday night, Daniel, and then, you know, love to hear your thoughts on her too. Lock formation. And I don't think with, without Carly Lloyd on her team anymore, with uh, Kristen Press and Proven Heath out of this tournament, Mal Swanson out of this tournament. Uh, and we mentioned the midfielders are up, Macario, Mewis, et cetera. I don't think this is the best formation for this for this set of players. Um, and it's not the best formation for this this uh, 34-year-old Alex Morgan. Uh, and there's no change. Uh, and it's not going to change now, because I don't think you can now, uh, after having gone through this map this way and you're in the middle of the tournament, change everything, unless they've worked out something else, which – Gillow has changed the team. If you remember, after the, the struggle in the round of 16 match, which was against, uh, uh, was it against China or was it against Colombia? Again, she changed things. And then we stormed through the next couple rounds, uh, including beating Germany, a team that at that point people thought were better than us in the semifinals, and then beating Japan, who was beaten us in the previous World Cup final. In the final, just lasting Japan. Not only lasting Japan, the Japanese team that haven't even dropped a point in that tournament. We just, was, you know, killed that. And Harvey Lloyd was unleashed. I don't know if Lasso that is his toolbox, right? This this sort of physical change, seeing the issues in, during the group. I mean, I agree with you. I think when you're going to take on Portugal, he's going to have to change things up. He really has to change things up or else they could either finish second or they could be in third and get eliminated from the group stage, which has never happened to this women's side at all since we started seeing a a women's World Cup being uh, constructed all the way back a long, long time ago. I think in 1995 was the first one. So 
I, I mean, there's got to be changes by Vlatko here against Portugal because you can't play hanging on a thread when you know you need at least a point or more to either hold on to a spot or win the group. Sort of like, but, but 
Basically, it's damned if you do and damned if you don't, depending on how you finish in the group stage. Um, 
Maybe this is the time you throw Megan Rapino on in the 86 minutes. How besides, you know, she's standing over one of those set pieces and might have another goal. That's, that's another thing, right? We didn't see her either tonight. I mean, we didn't see anyone. We didn't see anyone. Leadership in the team. And maybe that develops as the tournament goes on. We've seen this in the past. Um, what we saw in 2015 was a really frustrating Harley Lloyd. I think of Harley Lloyd that was happy with her manager, either with Jill Ellis. And then... Uh, there's a tactical change, and she's unleashed, and she needs that leader along with Dalton. There was two of them, really, who were the leaders. Uh, and um, her play just exponentially improved. Uh, you need a tactical tweet like that. They have a great stage in 2015. We grew up in the middle of the trailer, but we beat them, but we had a game against them. Now, with this point, okay, it isn't working for for being with me tonight and we'll uh, do this again for a review show of USA Portugal so uh, I'll talk to you then and thanks for joining me all right that's Carter Krishnar from World Soccer Talk and Beyond the 90 over at Substack.com to review this one and once again um, as Carter said look uh, there's some problems on this women's team right now Um, I, I thought the back line in the middle was a problem. Um, the help defense was not there on that goal. I also thought that they uh, they lost some emotion when uh, Jill Roort scored that opening goal. And wow, Danielle Vandedonk, uh, what a rugged player she is. Just not just a solid defender, but how she frustrated not just playing physically against our USA women, but how she was defending against our USA women. Um, just an amazing player. Teammates with Lindsay Horan over at uh, Olympic Lyonnais uh, in the French Women League over there in France. And it's just, 
you know, you got to give them credit because the truth is this could have been 2-0, 3-0, 4-0 for the Dutch. And if not for the pissed-offness of Lindsey Horan, we would not have gotten that equalizer. It would have been 1-0. It could have been 2-0 for the Dutch, 3-0 for the Dutch, whatever. The truth of the matter is this. Vlatko needs to change up that formation. He's got to be a bit better tactically for this women and set them up to succeed, not to fail. So that final matchup will be uh, on Wednesday on Fox, 3 o'clock in the morning on the Eastern Seaboard, 3 o'clock East Coast time, midnight Pacific. And uh, that, my friends, is going to determine what will be the future for this national team. Will they win the group? Will they finish second? Or could they be eliminated? Because the truth is, Vietnam, as difficult as they were, still not a strong side. Still not a strong side. And once again... It just has to be truthful about it. The women's game is improving. The women's game has improved. It's no longer a three-team race anymore. It's not just the Chinese, the Norwegians, and us, the USA. It is getting stronger. It is getting better. It is going to be a lot more difficult for our women to get out. And at the moment, right now, it is the USA in first place, uh, four points plus four. The Netherlands, second place, four points plus two. Portugal and Vietnam, who are going to play next up. We'll see how they do later today. But the truth is, this is going to be a big, big match. And that will be at 3.30 in the morning tonight, later this morning, on the East Coast, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, 12.30 p.m. – excuse me, 12.30 a.m. Pacific. Did I say a.m.? I, I said p.m. probably by mistake. 3.30 a.m. on the East Coast, 12.30 a.m. on the West Coast. And you'll be able to watch that on Fox Sports 1, Spanish language on NBC Universo, streaming on FoxSports.com or the Peacock app through NBC. And we'll see between what happens between Portugal and Vietnam. So this is going to be a very interesting group. Once again, Portugal, Vietnam, depending on what the points are going to be like, we'll have to wait and see. But until then, until then, you just got to have to stay up and see what's going to happen at that time. And you want to know what's going to be on later tonight at 2 o'clock Eastern time, which will be in the morning here, but 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Malaysia. It will be the draw for World Cup qualification in the Asian Confederation. So if you want to go to FIFA.com for that, maybe we get lucky with Paramount Plus as they are officially 
the streaming platform service for the Asian, uh, not just their Champions League, but for Asian World Cup qualification. So maybe we get lucky on the Paramount Plus app or the Paramount Plus website to see, can watch the draw from there. If not, go to FIFA.com, go to their tournament section, click on for the 2026 FIFA World Cup and watch it there. And other than that, once again, it is a 1-1 draw between the United States and the Netherlands. Could have been worse. Could have been a loss. It could have been 21 wins, three draws, and two losses. But instead, it's 21 wins, four draws, and a loss in World Cup group stage play for our U.S. women's national team. Just amazing to see that record still being strong. And a second loss was avoided tonight. So that will do it for tonight's show. I want to thank my guest, Carter Krishnar from World Soccer Talk and Beyond the 90 at substack.substack.com. Uh, I apologize for the phone issues. Glad we were able to square that away to get him on uh, the show. But once again, ladies and gentlemen, join us for a review show for USA versus Portugal on Wednesday, August the uh, excuse me on Tuesday, August the first. It will be at eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Pacific in the evening. So join us. Then we'll be uh, doing a review show. Uh, as I will be DVRing the game and watching it, uh, the comfort of my apartment and on my couch. Once again, for Carter Krishnayer, I am Daniel Feuerstein. Thank you very much for listening to me tonight. This has been the FIFA Women's World Cup USA versus Netherlands post-game show. As always, please enjoy your football. And don't forget, MPSL Soccer Show this Friday coming up very soon. Have a good morning. Take care so long and bye-bye for now.